The first five minutes of the swim was insane. People everywhere. It was everyone in it for themselves, fight or flight. I had two choices, fight on and keep swimming or give up. Hi everyone, this is Coach Shane Rola, head coach of Feisty Facts Coaching. Glad to be here again and to provide you a lot of value. So today I want to actually talk about a couple things. One is about Feisty Facts athlete who started training or officially training for her full Ironman distance with only three months left until her first full Ironman. Remember, first. It's not that also it was her first, but it, she actually selected a hard Ironman. It was Montremblant, and that was August. Uh, with the Montremblant, it has open water swim of 2.4 mile, and then followed by 100 mile, 112 mile bike with 6,000 feet elevation gain, and a full marathon with about 1,500 feet elevation gain. How did she do? <laughs> And do you think it's really possible or do I think it's really possible for someone to actually finish such Ironman distance? So that's one. And then number two is actually, I wanted to talk about cramping during swim. I know a lot of triathletes have been experiencing cramping and it's just, this is annoying thing that happens because you want to get the training, your, your aerobic system is good, but then your cramp, you know, you've been cramping, it's not cooperating. You need to get to like a good distance, good speed, right? So those are a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, so let's, let's start with the uh, uh, with Feisty Fox athlete. Her name is actually Grace. And so she's a very busy individual. She has a full-time job and also has her family uh, commitments. And at the time, actually, just, you know, four or five months before full Ironman Montremblant, she was moving to a new place. So that's a big adjustment. And so, so it was very, very hard. And then she came to me and for asking for help. Before I accept uh, an athlete, I actually interview them first, make sure that it's, uh, that's the person that I want to work with and vice versa. I want to make sure that they want to work with me because, you know, I just really want results fast. And so, so I want to make sure that's both added value, uh, both the athlete and myself. And so, you know, um, I check her training peaks or this training peaks, by the way, is a structured um, kind of like Strava wherein you can see the workouts of how the athlete's doing. And then so I check her training peaks. I mean, she already told me like right up front, she said, I have not been swimming for the entire year. Like she has not even gone to the pool, even just one time, even just one time. And that was uh, April already. So she only has three months left and she has to get to like about 4,500 uh, yards or 2.4 mile swim, but she has not swum. So now you're going to ask like, well, maybe she's a great swimmer. Maybe she's a strong swimmer. I mean, I, I wanted to, I wanted that, but to tell you the truth, she wasn't strong swimmer. I mean, she knows how to swim. However, when I actually, you know, first uh, evaluated her, her swim pace is about 250, two minutes and 50 seconds to three minutes per 100 yards with three months of training. And she has not completed a 2.4 mile swim at all. She has completed 1.2. So that's half. And then now we're going to double the distance, right? So, so that was her. So and we're not even talking about bike and then the run, but I'm going to focus more on the swim. So she has not sw swum at all. And, um, uh, 
So, so now I wanted to share it to you because I actually talked to her yesterday and I also I read her, her race report. So her race report, it included, and I wanted to share you what, uh, what she, uh, what happened during the, during the, her race, whether she actually cramped because, you know, cramping is really something that you don't want to, uh, happen, right? So here's what Grace had written in her race report. So this is the person who actually did not swim at all and was at 250 to 3 minutes per 100 yards three months before coaching or three months before Montrem Blunt full Ironman. So it, it was her first full Ironman. So she said in a race report, the first five minutes of the swim was insane. People everywhere. It was everyone in it for themselves fight or flight. I had two choices. Fight on and keep swimming or give up. I tried to find my rhythm, but I kept running into kicking feet or flailing arms, splashing water. Eventually, someone's arm hit my head and my goggles came off. Luckily, I was able to catch them before they completely came off. I tried to find the closest kayak and swam directly to it. For a split second, I felt so discouraged and said to myself, Great. Of course, this would happen to me. But immediately after that, I put the goggles back and went back to swimming. Since some time has passed, the large groups of swimmers were gone. And there were less people in the water. It was so much better. Totally my style of open water swimming. It took me about 1 hour and 53 minutes to complete the swim. And within that time, I did the following. Sang to myself, just keep swimming change it up with eye of the tiger told myself never give up multiple times and then repeat <laughs> along the way kayakers and paddle boarders were cheering me on and some of them were even paddling next to me which was comforting to know if i that if i had a sudden cramp they'd be right next to me if i needed to grab on so that was uh, grace that was just in montremblant the recent montremblant last month and she finished 2.4 mile swim under two hours with only one hour and 53 minutes as her finish swim time. Remember, this is the girl who started with 250 to three minutes per 100 yards of swimming. That's what, that was her pace. And she only trained for three full months with Feisty Fox coaching. Throughout that time, she was able to improve her swim time to even reaching to about 215, 215 to 220 within three months. We're not talking about like, I actually had to take her off on cycling and running. That's not right. Well, besides that she had a full-time job, right? And commitments with her family. Plus she needed to put more time on the bike because it was a lot of climbs, right? And then the run portion of the training was also big because guess what? Her last full marathon was five years ago. And Montremblant was her first full Ironman. She had never done a full Ironman, but she only trained for three months and she did it. So next, next up, uh, you will see her uh, story of what happened. What, how did she do that, right? So what I wanted to tell you is that her mindset during the swim, you know, it wasn't perfect. But she was prepared for it. We prepared her big time as well as with uh, Greg. Okay, Greg also helped her a lot. 
Um, so that was that was very very helpful. And um, so she finished full Iron Man. She's a full Iron Woman, and I'm I'm just amazed and I'm very very proud of you. Last but not the least, she did not cramp during the swim. She did not cramp. And uh, you know her past seventy point three, even even it was ha uh, half less of a distance. She cramped big time. And, but she did not cramp. So that's the next topic that I wanted to talk about. So I'm sure a lot of you or maybe your friends have experienced cramping. So I want to talk about that of how can we pre uh, prevent it, okay? Because the thing is that cramping could be different reasons. And those are the things that I'm going to talk about that I would suggest that you actually uh, address or see, you know, kind of like troubleshoot, okay, which one is the root cause with... Uh, with, with, with grace, I had to dig into different reasons. So main causes, different causes on the cramping. Um, so it could be nutrition related. There could be a high electro electrolyte loss, magnesium deficiency, or swimming without eating or drinking. Previous heart training depletes the body. Muscles need sufficient electrolytes, sodium, magnesium, potassium and chloride so that's those are the main elements of electrolytes remember electrolyte is not just sodium or salt it, it also has sodium magnesium potassium and chloride and in proper balance to function properly okay so with nutrition you know like for example let's just say that you actually had a had a long break let's say saturday right saturday usually a lot of triathletes do a long break or long bike and in the long run afterwards, you do definitely need to make sure that you are you're properly having a good enough nutrition intake and as well as hydration. Because however, what depending on your status in terms of nutrition, it would affect whatever that you're going to do next day. Or after if you have actually a second workout, let's say in the evening, and it could be possibly swimming. So you really need to make sure that you are getting enough nutrition. Okay. Also, another part is that if you had a party before the swim, like the night before, and you had alcohol, okay, so that also affects that. Okay. Another thing is uh, another cause is conditioning. Um, if you enter the water water without proper warm up or stretching, then that could also cause because y your system is not warmed up enough. Okay. If you have to take some time off from swimming and you're just getting back, the muscles might not be used to the type of contraction that you uh, that you do during the swim okay so so for example like if you're a weekend warrior okay or like let's say you have a big time off it was off season you don't want to just you know go back into swimming and then hit yourself hard with like some 3k swimming you need to like it's a gradual you, it's it's gradual improvement in swimming you can't just force it you need to listen to your body even though you say oh well i used to actually swim 10 kilometer swim before or like back to back 4,000 yards you know um yeah don't be fooled by your mindset okay sometimes you just got to be realistic and accept the fact that you need to have gradual progress start from the beginning and then go from there right um other main causes is uh unnecessary tension so you know as you know when you're swimming you have to have your toes pointing backwards so the plants are flexing in your foot's involuntary action that is unnatural so it's possible that you know uh your ankle may not be as flexible 
Um, even though swimming is an exercise in the water, I suggest that you actually do some dry land exercises depending on your weakness or depending on what's stopping you from progressing in your swimming. So for example, if you have an uh, inflexible ankle and you know that, you got to work on it on getting a much more flexible ankle. But at the same time, you're a triathlete, right? Too flexible is not good either. You got to find the balance because if you're too flexible, then it's not going to be good for you, especially for your running because you need stability, Okay, with, on your feet. Uh, so that's um, so unnecessary tension. The other thing is lack of sleep or stress-related. And, you know, we're busy triathletes. Those, a lot of us actually could be like having a full-time job and trying to juggle all this schedule with our family. You know, of course, we want to spend time with our family after work, having dinner. And then next time, you know, next thing after another, it's the sleep that gets sacrificed or you're highly stressed at work, right? So those, believe it or not, it does affect and you could end up cramping. Other things that uh, could cause cramp is medication. So for example, high blood pressure pills, those lipid cholesterol lowering drugs, insulin or diabetes medication, or any oral contraceptives are all associated with a higher incidence of cramping. Okay. Uh, next thing that could be causing your cramping is genetics. Some people are genetically predisposed to cramping and conditions such as Parkinson's disease, uh, hypothyroidism or Hashimoto, and diabetes can increase a person's chance of experiencing muscle cramp. Um, so if you want to know more, <laughs> you, uh, I don't want to go over everything here in podcast, but you can go to Feisty Fox Coaching on Fire Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. I actually have a full presentation there of what you need to do to prevent cramping. If you are swimming and you're trying to get to a distance, so for example, you're being, you're feeling stressed out, like, oh my God, I still have a lot more to go. Just building the base, right? Uh, let's say full Ironman, as I said, it could be, you know, on your training, you need to have to be completing about 4,200 or 4,500 yards, you need to have at least how to feel and be accustomed to that, both aerobically and muscular. Uh, so your body has to adapt to it physi physiologically. However, if cramping is actually stopping you to get there, like for example, it's always only 2,000, then you gotta find different methods in your training in a way that you could still get a good workout and not cramp. And I know this is a very essential uh, problem to be solved. So if you're having cramping right now, you got to solve that and you got to address that. Why? It's because let's just say, you know, let's say you did not cramp and you actually reached that, you know, 2.4 mile swim or, you know, even just at least two, two miles in your, in your swim, but you cramp, guess what? If you don't address that now, don't expect that it won't happen during race day. Besides that, if you know and that there's a high possibility that you're going to cramp and you go to the race and you don't, you don't think that you've solved it, it's going to affect your mindset. You're going to have this worry. What if this one happens? It's going to ruin your confidence. So I strongly recommend, just like what I've done with uh, Grace, you know, besides that, I actually find ways, training methods, different training methods uh, in a way so we can actually get a good training and not just for endurance. I was aiming for a strong swim as much as possible within that three months of training. It's not about, okay, I got to get 
grace to actually finish 4,500 or like 4,000 yards swim during training. But I want to make sure that she's ready emotionally, mentally, and that she can actually battle through, even, especially the swim start. If something happens or if she ever cramp, and which she didn't, which is good, right? Like I need to prepare her, not just just the training. Remember that when you're training, for you to actually succeed, do not just focus only the training. It's already a big aspect in, you know, just aiming for a full Ironman, right? A lot of you, a lot of the triathletes actually focus, oh, okay, I'm going to get the training done. But if you really want to execute a highly successful, you know, a race, it doesn't have to be like you have to be a podium or top of the, your age group, right? But for you to actually feel strong at the finish line or even feel strong every time you finish a sport like swim, bike, or run, you know, you want to address the five key areas. These are the five key areas that Spicy Fox coaching really helped out athletes. One is definitely the training. You got to get the training in, right? Then the next thing is nutrition. Nutrition is not just during the training. You got to practice the right nutrition so you can actually execute your daily training because your daily training is affected by nutrition and your daily training is, affects the big goal right? If you want to have a highly successful race, you want to make sure that you're actually executing high quality training every day. Again, I don't want to go over this much more, but the high quality also depends on how you feel that day. Okay. So you want to be, you want to adjust the expectation as well. So that, so I said, so the physical training or endurance training, then there's the nutrition, right? The next thing is the injury uh, sorry, body maintenance. The body maintenance aspect is what we cover in Feisty Fox Coaching is that I, I make sure that my athletes are doing injury prevention exercises, mobility, strength, flexibility exercises. These are also very specific to the individual. Okay. So you want to make sure because each person is different, right? You know, you may have like a good core, right? Or you may have like good strength on your glutes, but maybe you need some more help like on your lats or your upper body, you want to be strong and stable and not hurt during that long ride on a bike, right? So, so with my athletes, I really dig into it more and be more specific in their training. So that body maintenance, which also includes recovery, okay? Next thing is mental fitness. You want to make sure that you also address that one. Don't wait until it's already race week. You want to make sure that on every weekend or in every key workout that you actually in the training, visualizing things that you want to, you want to make things happen at the race. That mindset has to stay present and that's the only way that you're going to actually have a high quality workout. Stay present and be in tune of what your body's telling you. When you're in tune of what your body's telling you, you're going to be able to understand your own body. You're, you're going to be able to understand and be able to catch and then do some problem solving skills before you cramp, before you bonk, before you become dehydrated, because you know the symptoms that your body's telling you before those big problem that occurs. Okay. So you want to make sure you understand. So that's the mental fitness, being present, solving things. You don't do just mental fitness on the race week. That's 
that's actually too late already, okay? So you want to make sure on every workout, as much as possible, you do your best to bring it on, bring on your mindset, okay? Um, the last but not the least is the race strategy. That is very important. I actually posted a triathlon champion uh, mindset in Facebook or in other social media. So, so those things, you need to dig into it. There's, a, there's particular steps that I had to walk through my athletes. And basically, you want to make sure you're honest to yourself. Like, for example, what your fears are. You want to make sure that you're actually... Because sometimes, you know, we, we try to, like, not look at those things that we're scared of but when it comes that you're in a pressure mode or like somewhere where it's really hard to think uh, uh for example like at the swim start or at the race where it's you're under pressure if your mindset is not very strong you're gonna end up following your emotions and unfortunately that could actually affect your race and that's gonna suck right because i know you put a lot of training in it okay so i talk about that the five aspects okay so for example if you're having a problem right you need to make sure address those five areas because it's possible most likely that one of those or couple or all of them needs to be addressed for you to actually solve the problem again it's endurance training nutrition body maintenance which includes recovery strength injury prevention mobility exercises uh fourth mental fitness and then fifth race strategy okay i hope this one helps and so we did talk about okay can you actually train full iron man distance with only three months left the answer is yes However, don't do this alone. <laughs> this is one of those don't do it, don't do it at home because <laughs> it needs a lot of guidance because if you don't, you would end up being injured and or you would end up being sick and or you would end up like a, having a big disappointment and unfortunately, hopefully that won't end up for, you know, some depression or affect your other areas of life during training. Or you may just end up just, you know, failing feeling that you're failed you did not meet your goal so that's one if you only have like three months until your race day evaluate do you need help right get a mentor you know like do the right thing because every day is important next thing is that i talked about also about what are the causes what are the things that you need to address when you're experiencing cramping during swim Okay, there are different areas and, you know, it's possible that it could be nutrition, but it's possible that's not really, uh, you know, even as much as you actually did your best to solve or problem solve your nutrition, there are other areas. And, you know, one of them, you know, mobility exercises or you're just very tight, you're not paying attention to it. All those adds up and you need to address them well ahead of the race. Because if you don't, unfortunately, even whether you like it or not, there's a high chance that you would experience it during the race. All right, that's pretty much it for today. I hope I have you hearing and listening to our podcast again. If you have not subscribed to Feisty Fox Fire podcast, we're avail uh, it's available either Spotify, iTunes, or Podbean. And you can get more information, hit me up with some questions, and I'll do my best to actually answer them. We also have the YouTube videos if you want something, you know, you watch, you want, you're more of a viewer, then there goes our YouTube videos also. But if you want to be, <laughs> you want to be in a 
positive and giving community. We have the Feisty Fox Coaching on Fire. It's free Facebook group. And I hope to see you there. Have a great day.